on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Term supply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. That's right here, 4 to 6 weekdays. You can catch me Monday through Friday right here in this chair, uh, bringing it to you, uh, telling you the truth each and every day of what's going on here in the city. Of course, what's happening with sports as well. iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, those are two apps you can listen live. Also, Nash FM 106.1. Uh, also, the uh, podcast available for you, and I uh, hope you get out there and enjoy the podcast. Uh, the great thing about the podcast is any any 
uh, part of the show that you miss, you can always go back and catch up on the podcast. And it's now available on all the major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeart, Google, uh, you name it, we're on it. And if for some reason we're not on your favorite podcasting uh, platform, hey, drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get it on there for you. Uh, if not, easy to find. Uh, search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. Uh, the Facebook page is Eric Asher. The um, Twitter feed is at Eric underscore Asher. And the website is ericasher.com. Under construction right now, uh, switching um, uh, the uh, – Webmaster, so we're in the process of, of changing that around, but you're still still usable. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, you catch that at ericasher.com. You can catch it on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, uh, all of my social media platforms, and you can catch us on Thursdays live at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV, a rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on Thursday on LAE, also 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV 2. That's all on Thursday. On Friday, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE. And, of course, Saturday a.m., uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on WLAE TV 2. I'm up at that time. You may not be, but if you're, if you're up, can't sleep, maybe you're just coming in from going out, check it out on WLAE TV 2. And, of course, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. i uh, got a great show for you today. Looking forward to it. My good friend Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC Podcast, is going to join us at 435. Tonight is the national championship between uh, Alabama Crimson Tide and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Chris will break it down for us, give us uh, his thoughts on, again, who will win that game and why. We'll also touch on the Saints with him. Larry Holder of The Athletic is joining us in his normal time slot, 5.30 this afternoon, and uh, we'll talk Saints with him. We'll also talk some LSU as well as the National Championship, all that coming up on the program this afternoon. Some headlines for you. Of course, the Saints yesterday winning in the Super Wild Card round, 21-9 over the Bears. Uh, now it'll match up with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday uh, in the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, 5.40 in the Dome. It's 5.40 kickoff in the Dome. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady coming in. Third time the Saints will take on uh, Tampa Bay this season. Uh, the Saints have signed Blair Walsh to, a, to the practice squad. Blair, Blair Walsh, of course, a um, veteran kicker in the NFL, uh, considering the problems that uh, uh, they're having with Will Lutz right now in terms of his accuracy. Uh, it's not a surprise, uh, and uh, well, hopefully, again, he'll break out of this slump. We'll get into that a little bit later on as we jump into the Saints and, and, and the Bears game. We break that down. Uh, tonight, uh, the Pelicans and the Mavericks are postponed uh, due, due to COVID-19. Uh, the Mavericks don't have the mandatory eight players to dress out for the game. Uh, so they're, they're in a situation where that game is going to be postponed now. Might be good for the Pelicans to have it postponed. Uh, remember, the Pelicans uh, are now going to be on, instead of a seven-game road trip, it's a six-game road trip out west. They will take on the Clippers and the Lakers. They will take on Sacramento twice and Utah twice on, on, on that six-game road trip now. Uh, the Pelicans have lost three in a row, three in a row at home. Uh, unforgivable losses. i got to be honest with you. I, I look, I, I'm trying to be patient here. Uh, and, and look, you almost got to you almost got to remind yourself that this is a different NBA season. This was an NBA season without a real training camp. It was an NBA season in a lot of cases where, again, you had to you quickly had the draft, free agency, and then boom, you're right back on the floor. You didn't have the, the proper preseason that you would normally get. You're having a changeover in in your uh, philosophy as well as again your coaching staff. So a lot of changes, a lot of moving parts with the Pelicans. And uh, at times, look, they were looking really good early. But, you, again, you cannot lose to Indiana, Oklahoma City, and Charlotte at home. You just can't. Those teams are either good as good as or better than 
Oklahoma City, again, has mailed it in. They, again, all they're trying to do is, again, rebuild for the future. Charlotte's got some nice young players, but you should be further along than Charlotte just based on your roster. And, of course, Indiana's a very good team. Oh, no, let me say, Indiana's a good team, but you're as good or better than Indiana. And you'll hit all three games at home. And I understand it's not a real home court advantage right now, but there's, again, no reason for the Pelicans to be able to lose those three games to those three teams. Uh, really kind of unforgivable because, again, they're all, again, the Pelicans are all either, either better or equal to them uh, in town. Uh, so the Pels get a little bit of a reprieve tonight. They, they, won't, they won't play. They'll have to pick up that game at another time against the, um, the Dallas Mavericks. Now, look, I'm going to be interested to see what's going to happen with the NBA because now they're starting to lose games now. Okay, They had a great idea with the bubble. No, you can't do a 72-game bubble. That's impossible. But they're going to have to figure out, again, through COVID-19 protocols, how they're going to be able to keep this thing going until, again, uh, the entire league can be vaccinated. And, look, I said this a while back. As soon as these vaccinations start rolling out, where, again, we're getting the majority of the population is getting them, I, I can see these leagues having an opportunity to vaccinate uh, their personnel. Uh, and I know right now it's probably, again, we heard uh, uh, Adam Silver say this a while back. There was no way they were going to jump the line here and, and, and have their players vaccinated. But uh, down the line here, I can definitely see that happening. On Friday, as we left you, we told you that Marcus Freeman, uh, the Cincinnati defensive coordinator, had shunned LSU and had taken the uh, Notre Dame defensive coordinator job. Now, look, I told everyone this as a, a couple of weeks ago when it was really a toxic situation within the LSU program. And one of the things I said was, if you are a, an established coordinator, an established coach, why would you come to LSU right now with a situation with LSU with Ed Ogeron now on the hot seat? I mean, look, Doug Peterson got got fired from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles today. And he is, what, a few, just a few seasons removed from, from winning a championship, winning a Super Bowl championship. Uh, when you look at the situation right now at LSU, there is, uh, there's no doubt that, to me, the seat is hot for Ed Ogeron. And i got to believe other coaches are looking at this as well. If you have other opportunities – Okay, you're probably going to go with an opportunity that where you have some stability. And to me, when you look at the situation at Notre Dame, it is much more stable uh, under Kelly than, than it is at LSU under Ogeron right now. Uh, also, again, Freeman is from the Midwest. He's not picking up his family. He's not moving his family all the way down south. He's moving his, man, his family again uh, from, from Cincinnati uh, to South Bend. It's not, not as big of a move. Plus, again, his family's from the Midwest. And then you look at the chances of continuing to win. The SEC is a very difficult conference. In a lot of cases, LSU is playing a tough non-conference schedule. Uh, so when you look at Notre Dame and their schedule, uh, it, it will not compare week in, week out to what LSU has to, has to play, uh, especially when you're getting into, again, a, a tough SEC schedule. Now, I'll say it. I'm going to look first to say it. This past season, call it COVID-19, call it whatever you want, SEC was down. But it's not like that every single season. We know that. Uh, so, I mean, there were a lot of reasons why Marcus Freeman didn't take this job, but I'm telling you, I think the main reason is he looked at both jobs and said, wait a minute, yeah, I can get fantastic recruits at Notre Dame. I could do that at LSU as well. It's going to be much tougher to be able to win in the SEC than it would be in Notre Dame schedule. And then on top of that, I got stability with Kelly, where, again, Ogeron could be out next year. So that doesn't surprise me. And that's, again, why you see him going with um, – Two, uh, two off the, the, on the offensive side with, with, uh, with uh, what is it, Pease uh, and, and Mangus, two guys that, uh, again, are not established. Uh, again, Pease has never been an offensive coordinator. Mangus is coming in now is going to be a passing coordinator. That is an elevation for both of those individuals. 
Uh, but you didn't see them go out and again get this top-notch offensive coordinator, right? Uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with, again, the stability of the job right now. Uh, just uh, Ed Ogeron's going to have to be able to prove to other coaches around the nation that he's got a stable situation. And right now, that, that situation is not stable. Uh, and I said it last week. Look, eventually, the boosters are going to get tired of, again, buying out coaches, and they're going to buy out the coach. Because that's what's happened over the last couple of years. They bought an offensive coordinator that, again, he made a mistake. Now they make some a mistake with a defensive coordinator. And that's fine and dandy. When, again, you you come off, again, the greatest season in, in the history of college football. You come off, again, uh, a national championship. But then you, you come back and you have the type of season that you had this past year. You can blame it on COVID. You can blame it on the toxicity within the locker room. Whatever you want to blame it on. It falls on the lap of Ed Ogeron. So I'll be interested to see who is going to be second in line here when it comes to uh, the defensive coordinator's position. Will he be able to woo a defensive coordinator with skins on the wall, someone that's an established defensive coordinator, that everybody can go, yeah, that's a guy that you really want? Or is he going to have to, again, maybe elevate from within? Uh, or, again, possibly, again, get, get a first-time coordinator to be able to come to LSU? It'll be interesting to see, again, how that kind of plays out. Also, um, as far as the Saints go, uh, the uh, – Terry Fontenot is interviewed now with Denver and Atlanta. Uh, supposedly is the, uh, is the uh, I guess, the guy that Atlanta would really like to be able to get. We'll see if, again, he is the front runner, as, as it has been reported. Also, Jeff Ireland and Dan Campbell both interviewed with the Lions. So there's a possibility that, again, both those individuals could end up as Detroit Lions. Wouldn't be the first time that the Lions tapped into the Saints. Uh, remember, Again, uh, them taking that Saints offense uh, with Joe Lombardi heading up to Detroit and uh, getting that offense together there. Uh, of course, it didn't last long, but still, uh, it's not the first time they tapped into that. So Jeff Ireland, Dan Campbell, both interview with the Lions. No word on uh, if either one of those guys will offer the job or if they're going to take the job. And uh, I will reiterate what I said and been saying on this program for years now. Uh, you're talking about Fontenot, who grew up in the organization. Uh, a guy that, again, started off, on, I think, on the business side, ended up going on, on the football side, and he grew up in, within the organization. And what he did in terms of player personnel uh, is better than what we've seen from anybody else that was in that position in a long, long time. The guy just haven't, hasn't had many misses. Okay, well, the Saints have been very strategic on how they're spending their money now. They used to go out for the biggest splash in free agency, and it never worked out. Instead, they've been very, very targeted in terms of the players they're going after. And, and when you look at the players they've gone after, whether it's via trade or, again, via free agency, and that, again, is Fontenot's job, uh, he has been lights out in, in terms of, again, bringing talent that immediately uh, uh, simulates themselves into, into, the, into the program with the Saints and they pay dividends immediately as well. Jeff Ireland, this team would not be where they are right now without Jeff Ireland. Okay, you're talking about three straight seven and nine seasons. I've said it over and over again to agnosium, and I want to pound it in everybody's head. Uh, you're looking at undrafted free agents that were making the team before draftees. Draftees were getting cut, and undrafted free agents were making this team simply because the drafts were horrible. At seven and nine, all of a sudden Ireland comes in, uh, he's trusted by Sean Payton because, of their, again, their time in Dallas. He knew him from, obviously, again, he had been the general manager of Miami, kind of failed there. All of a sudden, he's doing what he, what he loves to do, which is, again, scouting college players. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you're seeing that 17 draft and then the drafts after that, which were spectacular. And that's the reason why the Saints have been the winningest team in the NFL over the last four years. 
And so the draft is the lifeblood of any organization. And Ireland's done a great job. And I'm telling you, if there's any way on this planet to be, to be able to do to be able to keep Ireland and Fontenot, the Saints need to do it. If they had to choose one, I would say got it's got to be Jeff Ireland. Because, again, of the college scouting and what he's been able to do there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, how that kind of plays out. Look, I talked about this years ago. Mickey Loomis elevated him to president of, 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 of football and basketball operations, whatever you want to do, president of the teams. Uh, can let him continue in his uh, mode uh, as, as a, uh, a big part of what they're doing with the Saints in terms of the general manager. Or, again, uh, uh, again especially when you start talking about the cap with, with Omar Khan. Uh, again, there's nobody better than the cap when you start talking about Mickey Loomis. Uh, but you cannot let these guys walk out the door. Okay, you cannot. Because you're looking at the possibility of, again, your Hall of Fame quarterback walking out the door. You're looking at shaving salary next year, possibly getting rid of, again, legitimate uh, players that will go to other teams and start immediately off this team because they won't be able to afford them because of the salary cap, which means you have to reload through the draft. Man, you can't let Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff Ireland get out of the door. And then finally, the national championship tonight, Alabama versus o- uh, Ohio State. That is uh, 7 p.m. That's 7 p.m. On, uh, on ESPN, uh, I, look, you'd have to be crazy not to like Alabama, right? But I'm telling you, I really believe that Ohio State is going to tr- is going to keep this game close. I, I, again, now maybe again you get to the second half, you get to the fourth quarter, and you get a little bit of a, get a little bit of separation. But it was never about Ohio State's talent. They have the talent to compete. It was about again how fair was it in a COVID nineteen season to only play six games and then have your conference maneuver things to be able to get you into the mix uh, for the playoffs. It was unfair of what happened within the Big Ten. Uh, but other than that, you cannot. The credentials are there for Ohio State. So again, we'll we'll talk more about that with Chris Gordy at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host Eric Asher. Hey, don't forget this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, as I mentioned, Les East of CrestedSports.com will join us on the program. Chris Gordy's coming up in just a couple minutes from uh, Locked On SEC podcast, and then I'll be followed at 5:30 by Larry Holder of the Athletic. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, I can tell you right now, I love it cold, right? Uh, I don't like it this cold, okay? I mean, it is a little bit, did a little bit biting, a little bit chilly out there between the dampness and the cold. Uh, yeah, we got the heater on at the Asher household right now. If your heater is not working correctly, all you got to do is, is just make the call. Go to acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Whether you're on the North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, or West Bank, my friends at Burkhart will get out to you quickly. They have uh, 15 trucks in the field. They give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they show up to your home. When they show up, it's Nate Certified Technicians, the highest certification you can get in the industry. Uh, they'll only do the work that's necessary, which means they'll go in, they'll repair what's wrong. If you have any other issues, they'll let you know what's happening before they go in and repair it. But it's a company you can trust. And, they, and again, the, the whole basis of this company has been based on, again, the Burkhart name and trusting Again, what Burkhardt does when they come to your home. Again, I don't know the inner workings of my air conditioning, my heating system, so I have to have someone I trust. I've trusted John Burkhardt and his family since 1989 when they opened up the doors, when they rolled out the first truck. You can trust them as well. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Whether you're a pro on the job site or managing properties, clean and safe is your number one priority. Lowe's goes beyond the basics, bringing you commercial cleaning from top brands like Clorox, Zep, and Rubbermaid. Shop Lowe'sforpros.com and choose delivery or pick up in-store. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. Still a good flow of traffic out on our roadways, no problems of any delays, accidents, or stalled vehicles. Remember to buckle up and drive carefully. I'm Ed Robinson. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the AC? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the AC bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your AC system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Race Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Hey, don't forget about my friend over at Dave Meat Insurance. I've actually been working with Dave a lot over the last couple days. Again, I told you guys we're refinancing our home. And uh, getting an insurance checkup. Want to make sure that we got enough coverage to be able to um, handle any problems in case they, those arise. And Dave's been a joy to work with. Uh, he's searched again over uh, 50 companies to try to get us the best price for our insurance. Gave me a lot of different choices. And uh, through that, again, was able to explain each and every one of them. Look, I've had to go back to him a couple times. Dave, what about this? Compare and, com- and, and contrast this one, uh, this policy with that policy, and, uh, and break it down for me. No problem. I actually had a question for him over the weekend. The guy was ready to jump on it on, on Saturday night and, and, and be able to work on it. I said, Dave, <laughs> we can deal with it on Monday. Not a big deal. I just got a couple more questions before we um, put our name on the dotted line. That's the type of customer service you're going to get at Dave Miet Insurance. Didn't matter what time of day it was, and this was like Saturday night, okay? Didn't matter what day it was, what time it was. If you're a customer, he's going to be all over it. 
going to make sure that you're taken care of. Uh, the main thing is, again, he's an independent insurance agent. So that means, again, over 50 companies he'll search to get you the best price uh, for, for your coverage. And then, and then the, again, the questions. Look, look, much like I don't know the inner workings of my air conditioning system, yeah, I know a little bit about insurance, but he's the insurance expert. So I can turn to him and ask him, again, uh, uh, the questions that are necessary so that I, I know that I understand the coverage I'm getting, and then I know I'm getting the best coverage for the best price. And then more importantly, again, if something happens, having an insurance agent that won't run and hide. I mean, I've had that before. Uh, can you say Hurricane Katrina? <laughs> I mean, okay, so again, you're, you're basically having to do this all on your own. No, it's not Dave Miet Insurance. He'll be there before and after the sale. Uh, so, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust with your insurance, whether you're a contractor, whether you're a, um, um, whether you're a business owner, whether, again, this is for a commercial policy or your homeowner's policy, uh, whether you're looking for automobile, life insurance, whatever it is, they're your one-stop specialist. You go to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-C.com. That's D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-C.com, where it's truly a one-stop shop for you for all your insurance needs. Or you give Dave a call directly, 504-556-0809. Dave Miet Insurance. If you're not happy with your insurance broker, you're not happy with your insurance agent, you're looking to maybe compare insurance, make sure you call my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. That's 556-0809. All right, let's uh, head to the guest line. Joining us on the program now from Locked on SEC Podcasts, a guy that did radio here in New Orleans for a while and a guy that uh, is uh, born and raised right here in, in, in the city. Uh, none other than Chris Gordy joins us on the program. Chris, how you doing? Hey, Eric. Good to see uh, you got one Rumble guy on here, another Rumble guy, and Larry Holder coming on. I was holding out hope that my guy Omar Khan was going to get the, uh, the the GM job for the Houston Texans because, lo and behold, I just found out last week he's an Archbishop Rumble grad. So that's uh, kind of cool. Well, and, and, and from what I understand, Rudy, who is producing the program, is also a Rummel grad. I'm, sur- I'm surrounded by Raiders. Yes, I don't are. know what I don't know what I was thinking when, when I put this guest list together today. <laughs> hey, if we only could have got past the darn uh, Catholic Bears, we would have had another, uh, another championship this year. But I, I... Yeah, if, if only the Cavs could have got past St. Saint- Thomas More and those LSU signees, uh, we'd be in the same boat, no doubt about it. <laughs> No doubt about it. Hey, Chris, before we get started, tell the folks about the podcast. A lot of folks here in New Orleans listen to you when you're on the airwaves here in New Orleans. Let them know how they can stay in contact with you as well. Yeah, it's uh, the easiest way is LockedOnSEC.com. We do a daily uh, podcast talking all things SEC football. And obviously we got one up tonight uh, or today that's previewing the championship tonight. And uh, we're actually going to be doing a live video tonight. I think uh, you'll be able to catch it on uh on our, our Locked On SEC Twitter account, we're, we're teaming up with one of the guys who does the Locked On uh, Locked On Buckeyes podcast, covers Ohio State. So we'll be doing full post game reaction coming up somewhere around oh ten thirty, ten forty five tonight. So uh, debating getting in a nap before the uh, before kickoff tonight because right. with these two offenses, man, there's going to be a lot of points scored. That means this game's going to be about four hours long. No doubt. Well, let's, let's talk about it at first because a lot of people felt that Ohio State was not deserving uh, because of only playing the six games. Again, the maneuverability, the maneuvering of the uh, of the Big Ten to try to get them into that championship game, changing the rules in midstream. I don't think it was ever about the talent of Ohio State. It was just, again, how the Big Ten and Ohio State kind of, uh, I don't want to say backed their way in, but again, uh, made their way in, into the championship. Uh, did, do you feel any any slight toward toward them because of that? Or, you know, 
they deserving uh, because of the program they have. And let's face it, a very, very talented team this year. Yeah, I went back and forth on it, Eric. I'm not, you know, because I'm not an Ohio State fan. I'm not a Big Ten fan at all. But the, the, the tough part was, like, they put themselves in this position, right? I mean, Ohio State was Justin Fields, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. They were all over social media over the summer when all these conferences were, were starting to say, oh, we're canceling the season, we're stopping college football and all this. And they were the ones saying, we want to play and Justin Fields and Ohio State were right there front and center saying, we want to play. So because the conference decided that, you know, all these cockamamie rules about, oh, well, you got to play X amount of this X amount of games to play for your conference championship, it was self-induced issues by the conference. But Ohio State, I mean, they, they didn't really have any say in it. I mean, it was kind of like, all right, well, that's the deal. So as the season gets going along and obviously, you know, teams that they were supposed to play were getting – canceled because they were up against it they, they allowed no room for error if games got canceled and all that so I, i'm a little sympathetic with ohio state from that standpoint that it's not their fault michigan canceled their game with them it's not their fault maryland canceled their game with them so because they played a smaller sample size of a schedule i get it i understand why people would be frustrated but by the same realm i feel like what they did to clemson last week takes a lot of the argument out on, oh, they shouldn't be here, or oh, they don't mm-hmm. deserve to be here. Also, the big argument on the flip side, I kept saying, and, and I say this as an SEC guy, and the game doesn't beat anybody good. Like, their resume was not that great. I, I kept looking at who A&M beat all year, and I'm like, all right, you beat LSU, who was down. You beat Auburn, who just fired their coach. You beat South Carolina, who just fired their coach. And not just that, like, okay, I get it, you're playing an all-SEC schedule, and you're playing a lot of the good teams, but you should have beat the crap out of some of these teams. Like, if you're playing LSU, who beat you 50-3 to last year, this is your chance to go, you know, beat the spot out of LSU while they're down. And what they went, 20-7 to or whatever it was? It was not mm-hmm. like they were beating the brakes off people. So that's where I really came down. I said, you know, I thought Ohio State deserved to be the, the fourth team in the playoff. And then, obviously, them beating the brakes off Clemson last week really yes. showed that they belong in. And, I think they got a chance tonight. I know everybody's picking Alabama, and, and everybody's mm-hmm. jumping on board with uh, the ridiculous amount of talent that the Tide have. I mean, I think they they pulled an LSU what LSU pulled last year, where they basically swept up every postseason award that was out there. But yes, um, I think Ohio State's got a chance tonight. Now, I would agree with you. I think a lot of people that that, that are, are overlooking Ohio State are not really looking, again, at the talent they have on this team. Let's talk about the defense of Ohio State first because, look, the defensive line is stout. Uh, they, you know, they like to call themselves DBU, but, the, but again, their secondary uh, is giving up almost um, you know, a dozen yards per completion. They're not what, they, what again, they normally are. Uh, talk about that matchup with the Alabama uh, offense against the Ohio State defense. Yeah, it starts up front. I was talking with our guy, Jay Stevens, who hosts Lockdown Buckeyes, and he was telling us how impressed they were with that D-line, how they've gotten after it all year, and especially last week against Clemson. They made it real uncomfortable for Trevor Lawrence and company. So that's the matchup that's going to be really interesting to watch tonight is Ohio State's front, front seven against Alabama's offensive line. Look, Alabama's got a brick wall up there up front. Alex Leatherwood, one of the best in the business. They did lose Landon Dickerson you know, uh, two weeks ago so to injury. So he will not play in the championship game. And, um, you know, they got by Notre Dame without him, and, and, and they were just fine. But I'll be interested to see what kind of push Ohio State's getting tonight because the thing is, Matt Jones has not had to deal with pressure at all all year. I think he's been sacked eight times all season. 
I mean, he's basically sat there with a brick wall in front of him and just throw it, chuck it up deep, and Devontae Smith and some of these other receivers go and just go run under the ball and go get it. We saw last year when Matt Jones came in and started for two of those at the end of last season, when he got pressured, what did he do? Pick six, pick six, interception. So I'm looking for that tonight. If Ohio State's getting that push up front and they're getting the Matt Jones and rattling him, watch him make a couple mistakes, throw a pick six or two or, or an interception or two and, uh, and throw him off his game. I think that's really big if Ohio State gets, gets that done. Justin Fields was spectacular against Clemson. A lot of people, again, are now thinking that, again, he's moved up substantially in the draft uh, because of his performance. Nobody's ever questioned, again, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the the performance of this kid, how good this kid is. Uh, he's, he's a very good uh, college quarterback. Uh, talk about him against this Alabama defense, uh, which is, again, as physical as any defense you'll see in college football. Yeah, I'll be interested to see, Eric, what the New York uh, TV ratings are tonight on the championship game because there's going to be a lot of Jets fans watching Justin Fields. Yes, great point. They're hoping to take him number two in the draft. And by the way, I heard Doug Peterson get fired by the Eagles today. The Jets are already reaching out to him, and that would be a a great fit for Doug Peterson to go up to New York and and, and have Justin Fields there. But, um, no, I mean, I'll be interested to see how Fields looks. Obviously, we know he suffered the rib injury and the – the game against Clemson. Kudos to that kid. Battled through the injuries and played through it. And not only played through it, but played superbly through a rib injury. I mean, we saw Drew Brees could barely move when he had the rib injury, but I guess it's a little bit different when you're talking to a 21-year-old versus a 21-year-old. Yeah. But um, no, I, I'm, I'll be interested to see if there's any lingering from that issue. Look, if he's still in pain from it or still dealing with it, they're going to dope him up with whatever meds they got to tonight for him to to get through the pain, but man, you know, for anybody who was concerned, all oh, the rib injury is going to hurt him. It sure didn't hurt him against Clemson. I mean, man, he came back to that kid and was flawless. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping, you know, at least from a, a competitive standpoint, that he could carry some momentum from that Clemson game into this game tonight. You know, a lot of spotlight obviously has been on fields, but Jones had a great year. What, 77% of his passes had four over 4,000 yards in passing, 36 touchdowns, only four interceptions uh, for, 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 for Jones. And, of course, Najee Harris has, uh, again, carried the rock for them. Uh, 1,387 yards, uh, 24 scores for, for, for Harris. Uh, on the, and, of course, we know about Devonta uh, Smith and, of course, the, the, the wide receiving core. A lot of weapons, a lot of weapons for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, it's it's an it's an embarrassment of riches, and really, as a, as a guy who went to LSU and worked for LSU, it, it's it stinks. It stinks to watch Alabama basically they came into the season with the best talent, and they're ending the season, you know, in the national championship game with the best talent. So there's no surprise there. That's why I would people are talking about oh, Nick Saban deserves a coach of the year honors for what? He had the best quarterback, the best running back, the best wide receiver, like. Best offensive line. We need to stop with that hyperbole sometimes. The best coaching performance ever. I saw SEC Network earlier today already said, oh, if Alabama wins tonight, they're not only the best Alabama team ever, but they're the best college football team ever. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a heck of a run, 2019 LSU. We, that lasted for about a year. So it, right. it just, we, we, we live in the moment so much, and it's like, man, we, not everything is the greatest thing we've ever seen. We need to stop with that. But Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this was the this was the most loaded roster that Alabama's had. Look, while all of LSU guys are running off to the draft and getting drafted and signing with uh, uh, signing with team NFL teams and opting out of the season, Alabama brought everybody back. I mean, they brought back Christian Harris, Dylan Moses, uh, Alex Leatherwood, Devontae Smith. All those guys came back, and 
it's it's worked wonders for them. They're here whether where they think they're supposed to be in the national championship game. But the the one thing you hold out hope of here in LSU fan, all these guys are leaving. Almost everybody good on the South Alabama team is gone after this year. So at least Alabama's going to come back come back to the pack a little bit. But no, it's an embarrassment of riches. And you know, I would look for a guy like John Nechi, who's kind of been mm-hmm. that number two, number three receiver for Alabama this year. Right. That's the guy who I think could go off tonight. Because I think if, Al- if Ohio State says, look, we're putting our best cover corner, Sean Wade, on Devontae mm-hmm. Smith to try to take him away, I think that uh, a guy like John Metchie is a guy who can get loose for them in the, in the, uh, down the field. Two-part question before we take a break. Ohio State will win if what happens? They have got to run the football. Um, you know, I, I love their running back, Trey Sermon, who transferred in from Oklahoma. He has been outstanding. Set the single-game rushing record for Ohio State a few weeks ago with 331 rushing yards against Northwestern. And then, oh, by the way, last week against Clemson, what was it, 170 or something like that, he rushed for. So he, he is the straw that makes that, that, that drink go for, uh, for Ohio State. Trey Sermon has got to have a big night if Ohio State's going to win this game. Alabama win the game if what happens? I think if their defense get, gets turnovers, if they're forcing Justin Fields into a lot of three and outs and forcing, uh, forcing interceptions, you know, I think this, this looks on paper like a game that's going to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If the Bama defense gets a stop or two early and they go off 14 nothing, 17 nothing, I think that's too much. And, and Ohio State's not going to be able to get back into the game if Alabama puts up a lot of points early and they can't answer. Your prediction? I said on the podcast 45-31 Alabama. I think it's close most of the game, and Bama pulls away late. But uh, a couple of buddies of mine were talking me more into a 44-41 or 41-38 type game. So if that's the case, that means Ohio State at least covers the 8.5, whether they win mm-hmm. it or not. But something in the back of my mind says it's close for two to three quarters, and Bama pulls away late. Chris Gordy, Locked on SEC Podcast, is our guest. When we take a break, we'll come back. We'll talk a little LSU. We want to talk about the Saints as they beat the Chicago Bears, and they're now preparing for Tampa Bay for the third time this season. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside services at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or Go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily we know what you're missing in your kitchen oceana grill 
The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504-277-7520. So good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine ravioli stuffed with jalapeno and three types of cheese, fried, then smothered in a homemade Alfredo sauce. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Six rows in one, lasts forever on my buns. Only super mega when I'm cleaning. Charmin's got my booty believing. Charmin's super mega roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go. Even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Heater not working? Think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. They'll get to you quickly. They have 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. They are authorized to service all brands. doesn't matter what brand you have at your home or your business. And, of course, uh, those Nate certified technicians will do only the work that's necessary. It's truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC Podcast, is our guest. Chris, um, the, the uh, LSU uh, situation, LSU with, with the football team, it seems to have come full circle. Uh, a lot of players recommitting to the program. Uh, also, again, the recruiting class looked like it was one of the best in the nation as of right now. Uh, you've got a situation where they hired two um, offensive coaches last week. Uh, Jake Pease is the offensive coordinator. Um, DJ Mangus is going to be the passing coordinator. Neither of those guys uh, have experience at, at their particular positions. But nevertheless, those guys come in. Uh, Marcus Free. Freeman uh, turns him down, the defensive coordinator from Cincinnati. He chooses Notre Dame over LSU. Your thoughts on the state of the LSU program? Yeah, it's it's been mostly positive, right? I mean, it's been it's been mostly good news this offseason. I was really I was really taken aback with all the guys who announced that they were coming back. Obviously, uh, you know, the offensive line, defensive line. I think that's the key spot when you look at 
you know, look at a team like Alabama this year, how dominant they've been. It's because they brought back, you know, majority of their guys on their offensive and defensive line. So for LSU, that's really big, especially with a lot of the young guys that I think got experience. You know, I was, I was at one point this season saying, you know, Liam Shanahan, hey, man, appreciate you coming in from Harvard, but there were moments this year where it's like, man, is, is he cut out for the SEC? Well, I think down the stretch he played much better, and him coming back for another year, okay, now he's got a year in the SEC under his belt, so he knows what's expected of him, and, and hopefully he can step up to the plate be even better next year. But, you know, the, the Freeman thing stings, because everybody I talked to says as of Friday at noon, this was a done deal. He was coming. He had committed or, or told LSU he was on it. He was on his way. And Coach O had even mentioned it to a lot of the players. Hey, we're getting Marcus Freeman. And man, go watch that bowl game against Georgia. I know they ended up losing the game, but that guy just epitomizes what you want in a defensive coordinator right now. A young guy, African American, can relate to the players closer to their age than some of these guys in their fifties and sixties on the sideline, like. You know, he played for Ohio State in the national championship game against LSU back in 07. So, like, and, and a fiery, just very cerebral guy as well when it comes to call, you know, play calling. Like, I was like, that's a perfect fit for LSU if they can get Freeman in there. And whatever happened, I guess Ohio State or, or Notre Dame, rather, in the, fi- the final hour came back and said, we'll pay you more money. And, you know, it, it is what it is. He's going to Notre Dame. LSU misses out on him. Uh, my question is, I just don't know where LSU goes from here because a lot of the big names, a lot of the candidates that you know you would have had on your wish list are gone. You know, if you can bring in a Will Muschamp, but that feels like a retread. It's like you know he just got fired from from not having very good defenses in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I don't know what other way you look. <laughs> Honestly, one of the big names that's out there is Kevin Steele, who Auburn didn't want to let go by all accounts. They really wanted to keep him as the DC. And, a lot of their fan base actually wanted him to get the head coaching job. I know he was—he's been here once before. He was here for a year, and it was okay. It wasn't—it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but you know, he falls in that category too of older, you know, white guy in his fifties. Is, right. is he relating to these young seventeen, eighteen-year-old kids coming into college? So, I really don't know where they go. But I'll say this, Eric: it's an—it's a very important hire for Coach O. I mean, look—he's he, proved before he missed on Matt Canada. He fixed it. He put Steve Ensminger in there, and then eventually, you know, Joe Brady came in and worked wonders for the mm-hmm. one year. Um, you know, this year things did not go well with Bo Pelini. You, you missed on that one. You got to, you know, for every miss you have, you got to make up with it. And whoever he does decide to hire for the defensive coordinator for LSU, it has to be. I don't, I don't know if I'd say a home run hire, but it has to not be a failure like Bo Pelini was. Yep, no doubt. Let's shift gears to the Saints. They beat the Bears yesterday, twenty-one and nine. Break the game down for us. Man, I, missed opportunities for the Saints in the whole first half, uh, first three quarters, it felt like. Man, like, kept looking at the scoreboard going, why is this still 7-3? What is going on here? The Saints have dominated just about every aspect of this game. And look, you know, little things that, that don't go your way. The Taysom Hill, um, you know, fumble slash interception, whatever they end up rolling it. it. You know, he had a man wide open down the field. If he hits him, that's a touchdown. So there were all these little things that just didn't go your way. But what happens? Good teams stand strong, stand firm, and find a way to, to survive in advance. And I thought, you know, I, I pointed this out last night, the fact the Saints held the Bears to, I know it was nine points on the scoreboard, it was really three points. I mean, they scored, scored that garbage time touchdown as time expires. But even that, holding a team in the playoffs to nine points, I went back and looked through the history, Eric, the Saints have never done that in the right. history of their playoff appearances. They've never held the team to nine points. 
And for anybody who wants to jump out there and say, oh, but it was the Chicago Bears, go look at the Bears this season. They didn't score less than 10 points in any game this season. So to act like, you know, what the Saints did yesterday wasn't very impressive, it was. But it, it also reaffirmed, Eric, what we know about this Saints team, this 2020, 2021 version of the Saints. If they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, it's because of their defense. And that's what we saw last uh, yesterday. That's what I'm hoping, if they can get Trey Hendrickson back, that you know they can wreak havoc on Tom Brady this week and, and prove what they've done most of the season, have a really, really good top-ten defense. I know we're not used to saying that the Saints have that, but they right. do have that. So if they're going to get to the Super Bowl, they're going to do it because this defense is so dominant. With that said, let's talk about Tampa Bay and the Saints' third time they'll play this season. Uh, your thoughts on the divisional round of the playoffs? Look, it's the playoffs, right? So it's going to be it's going to be more competitive. If there were ever a time, though, that you wish COVID wasn't happening and you wish you could pack the Super Bowl someday, now would be yes. the time. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. I, I, I do get the whole, oh, it's hard to beat a team a third time, but it's not like they just won on fluke plays of two, you know, the two games against Tampa Bay. Week one, I could give them a pass, right? It's Tom Brady's first game. They hadn't really had much of a training camp or a preseason. So, they, you know, still developing chemistry with his teammates. I can give them the pass on that one. There ain't no pass, Eric, for that second beatdown. I mean, that was right. a, a butt-whooping from the word go. And, you know, I, I think Skip Bayless tweeted, oh, they had just gotten Antonio Brown. I don't care who Antonio Brown had been there five years or whatever. Like, they look terrible, and, and the offensive line was god-awful. And I think that's the problem when you play a divisional opponent like this. Cam Jordan and all those the defensive linemen for the Saints, they know all the tendencies from all these mm-hmm. offensive linemen for the True. Bucks. So, uh, look, I think the Saints need to come out and come out with a good game plan and execute. And, man, I feel like you jump out to an early lead, you put your foot in their throat and don't let up, and you send Tom Brady home packing. But uh, I think this one is going to be a little bit more competitive than those original two playoffs. And, you know, level playing field, Tom Brady comes out and executes. He lives for these moments. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a, a definitely a closer game because I just think Tampa's a better team than they were uh, the first two times they played them. But with that said, I still think the Saints are the better team, and, and they, they should win at home. Hey, Chris, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for, for joining us. Tell the folks uh, about how they can follow you on social media and how they can check out the podcast. Yeah, if anybody's on Twitter, you can follow me at Chris Gordy. You can uh, check out the, the podcast, LockedOnSEC.com, or just search it uh, wherever you get your podcasts on the iTunes store or Spotify or whatever, where everywhere you find your podcast. So uh, it's been a lot of fun looking forward to switching gears here and talking a little SEC hoops here the next couple yep. of weeks. Cause there's a lot of good SEC basketball teams and LSU is one of them. I think this is absolutely yes, they are. Tournament, tournament team this year. I agree with you. And I can't wait to talk some hoops with you as well. Chris, always a pleasure, man. Thanks so much for the time today. Thanks, Eric. That's Chris Gordy, New Orleans' own Chris Gordy, joining us here on the program. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game, a mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone, amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection, TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique, the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon and restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delusi, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? 
Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon and conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come on down to the Silver Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper, and I just want to tell you about a very special promotion we're doing here at the Slipper. Now, when you play here any day in January, February, and March, you'll be earning entries to win a Shark Ion robot vacuum that evening at 7 p.m. That's right, we're giving away a Shark robot vacuum every night for three months. So come on down to the Slipper and earn your chance to win. We're on the beach here in Hancock County, Silver Slipper Casino. We are proud to be your host on the coast. Pass a good time at the Silver Slipper. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Charmin Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. All right, I want to thank Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC Podcast, for joining us on the program. The second hour, I'll, tell you, I'll get jump into the Saints, let you know my thoughts on yesterday's win over the Bears, and, of course, looking forward to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at the bottom of the hour. Les Cease joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week from CrestedEsports.com. Always good to have Les on the show. Of course, that is uh, Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m., rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on LAE. 
and of course on WLAE TV two on Thursday, two times to catch us on Friday, uh, nine o'clock on um, on nine o'clock on Pelican, ten o'clock on LAE, and always at EricAsher.com. We'll be right back. Anytime. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. You can listen live at both those radio apps. Also, again, NASH FM 106.1, uh, ericasher.com. Also, don't forget about the podcast. It's available for you shortly after the program ends. So if you miss any part of our program any day, you go to your favorite podcasting platform on most of them, if not all the major podcasting platforms, Ankle, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Spreaker, Google, uh, you name it, we're on it. And if for some reason we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get it on uh, your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, and remember, uh, you can follow me at eric, eric underscore Asher on Twitter, and Eric Asher is the uh, Facebook page. I want to thank Chris Gordy for joining us on the program in the first hour. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us all at the bottom of this hour. Uh, of course, the Saints yesterday. 
21 to 9 winners over the uh, Bears. And look, just from the, the the one thing that was troubling was is is the fact that maybe the offense sputtered early. But the Saints did what they were supposed to do yesterday. They they beat an inferior opponent. Uh and they did it with defense. You know, and when you look at the offense, you know, I expect the offense to really kind of pick up uh, in, in terms of their efficiency uh, in, in this week's game against uh, Tampa. Uh, they had all their almost all their full complement of weapons. You know, Michael Thomas comes back. He's, um, he gets five catches on seven targets for 73 yards. But it was Deontay Harris who really kind of um, uh, led the team. I mean, we had seven targets, seven catches, 83 yards, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that the teams, uh, that, that the, Bear were, the Bears were really concentrating on uh, on Michael Thomas and um, you know having a guy like Deontay Harris is kind of uh, you know your fifth option in a lot of cases. Uh, that's what happened yesterday. And you saw Breeze go through his progressions. If it wasn't again wasn't there, he saw on a pre-snap read where it wasn't there. He knew he had Deontay Harris, and you got to give a lot Harris a lot of credit uh, again with a lot. I think it was like seventy something yards after the catch on uh, on just and so I mean he played very very well coming back. And he's a guy that let's face it, when he came into the league. He was only looked at as a kickoff and punt specialist. Uh, give Peyton a lot of credit. You know, again, what he's been able to do with a Tommy Lee Lewis and other players realizing, again, this guy's got game-breaking speed. He has the ability to be able to um, uh, take the ball and, and from, from the line of scrimmage could turn it into, into a big gain or a touchdown. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, catching the football. And whether, again, it's on a jet sweep or catching the ball, uh, he's turned into a weapon for this team. And, and, and a guy that you didn't think was going to be a weapon. Here's another undrafted free agent that was brought in. Hey, Jeff Ireland, okay, that makes the team and makes an impact on this team. Uh, that's one of the reasons why, again, you can't lose Ireland. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. Uh, Latavius Murray, I mean, not not, not a huge game for him, uh, again, but um, – Again, two carries. Uh, he had he had actually two two catches on two targets uh, for, for 17 yards. He had a touchdown reception, which I thought was a great play. If you watch the play and you saw it kind of unfolding, he, he again blocks Khalil Mack. Mack is just so athletic. He's able to overcome the block on coming off the ground. Uh, Breeze is, is is backing up. He's looking through his progressions and. Uh, when you look at it, Murray wasn't even supposed to be in the play. Murray's just a blocking back, but Murray's smart enough as a veteran to get up and at least make himself available. Breeze sees him, throws him the ball. Next thing you know, again, Murray with his with his physical running style gets into the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, and Kamara, again, without any practice, a week of practice comes in. 23 carries, 99 yards, a touchdown. Uh, and, and again, uh, two two catches for, uh, for uh, 17 yards, but I was hoping he'd have got that 100 yards. And they tried like the Dickens to get him that 100 yards around around the goal line. Breeze ultimately, again, tries the quarterback sneak. It's ruled that on the field is a touchdown, but on replay is overturned. Uh, and, of course, the Saints had to settle for, for three points there. Uh, Breeze, uh, again, um, looked fantastic. Uh, 28 for 39, 265, uh, two touchdowns. He was not sacked. But he was hit six times. Matter of fact, early, hit by Akeem Hicks, John Jenkins. Uh, a lot of ex-Saints, again, trying to put the put, put a little bit of a whooping on Breeze early. Uh, you saw it on the first play of the game. Akeem Hicks, again, with a little bit of a shot to Breeze and then just talking about it. Uh, but I thought Breeze played very, very well, uh, you know, in, 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 in this effort. Also, again, a little concerning about Latavius Murray because Latavius Murray caught a ball on the sidelines and uh, and – 
Got got a decent gain on it, and then ultimately uh, hurt a hamstring is what they what they said on the broadcast last night. Look, they got to have Latavius Murray back uh, for uh, for next Sunday. He is just a physical runner, and he again complements what Kamara does uh, on the field. Uh, the offense was fantastic, though. You know, again, you talk about Breeze getting hit six times, only only being sacked once. They were 11 for 17 on third downs, and most of the time, I mean, I, I, I did it once a chart in the game. You know, third down, uh, first down on third down, first down on third down. I don't know how many times I, I wrote that on my chart yesterday, you know, and that, that was good to see. They held the ball for 39 minutes. And then the two second-half drives, most of them, again, the 12-play, the 85-yard drive, cook up seven minutes and 29 seconds on one touchdown drive. And then the 15-play, uh, 64, uh, uh, 64-yard drive, uh, taking 8.51 off the clock. Uh, again, two killers uh, for Chicago. They put up 385 yards of offense on, on, on the Bears' defense. So, again, a slow-starting, kind of sputtering offense, but still was able to get it done uh, down the stretch. But it was defense. And, again, you could talk about the offense, how prolific it is with the weapons, etc. cetera. Uh, this defense has played well. It was the story. They only gave up three points until, again, that garbage one-handed uh, touchdown catch by Jimmy Graham. And I'm not talking about the catch because the catch was spectacular. But it was garbage time. Okay, it was garbage time. Even Peyton said it in the press conference saying only giving up three points. So, yeah, okay, they gave up the extra six, but it was garbage time for the most part. Uh, They held the Bears to one for ten on third down. One conversion on third down for ten. Okay, 48 yards rushing for a team that came into the into the game again as one of the top rushing teams in in the NFL. Montgomery was having an incredible year. I think it was fifth in the in the NFL in rushing. and a total of 239 yards of offense in the game. I thought the D was stout up front, up front although the stouts don't really show it, right? When you look at the stats, they're not really, again, gaudy. They got one quarterback sack, they got three quarterback hits, one tackle for loss, and four pass defense. But that doesn't really tell the story based on, again, the swarming that they were doing all, all game on all three levels. I was worried about Anzalone. I really was. Again, I was worried about Anzalone in the game uh, for Quan Alexander. It's a different setup when you got him in the game, but I thought he played well. I really did. thought he was physical at the point of attack. I thought for the most part, like last week, where then I, I, thought, he, I thought he hit the wrong gaps a few times. I thought he was there. I thought he played fairly well. Now, he wasn't Quan Alexander, but he did bring what he brings to the, to the table. He's a bigger, more physical player with speed, and he showed that physicality yesterday. Uh, you got to love what you, what you saw out of that. Um, but the defense, I thought, played well on all three levels. You know, in the secondary, again, they were swarming. Uh, you know, again, there were some really good plays in terms of pass defense. Uh, you got Gardner Johnson once again getting in the ear of Miller. Miller ends up taking a shot at him. Again, gets thrown out the game. And, you know, again, uh, I don't know what it is about Gardner Johnson, but, again, he knows how to trash talk because he gets guy he gets a guy's ears. It was funny to hear, hear uh, uh, Coach Nagy say that they actually took 15 minutes out of their practice this week to go over the fact that they knew that, again, there were going to be a lot of talking by the same defensive backs, especially, again, a guy like uh, like, like CJGJ, and, and ultimately they still weren't able to be able to keep their head uh, when he was in their ear. So, you know, look, if you can get away with it, you can get away with it, but he's definitely getting a reputation of a guy that, again, uh, is a trash talker. Uh, the offensive offensive line, I thought they held up. Look, a lot. I was concerned about the defensive line of the Chicago Bears, especially against the interior of the Saints' offensive line, center and the two guards. I thought McCoy played really well. I thought Pete played well at times. Look, Ruiz is still a work in progress here, and it hurts not having Nick Easton. Uh, but for the most part, look, they didn't give up a sack. 
Okay. Now, a lot of that was Breeze moving around, going through his progressions, getting out the ball very, very quickly. quickly. But uh, they didn't give him a sack. I, I do think, again, that, that the Saints could have taken more advantage of the, of the Bears' secondary, which, again, was, was injured. Uh, but at the same time, you know, again, you, you can't squawk it again getting 21 points. And, and the game really never really in question for the most part, except for maybe in the first half where, again, they started off slow and it just looked like it was 7-3 forever. Concerning part of this game, concerning part of this team as they go into the divisional round is pretty clear, and it is Will Lutz. Will Lutz has been automatic. Now, I will give uh, Peyton a lot of credit in his press conference. He pretty much, again, gave him the vote of confidence until today. Blair Walsh was signed to the practice squad, veteran kicker, uh, probably the best kicker they got on the market right now, I guess in case uh, he continues to be able to falter. He missed a 50-yard field goal yesterday. That's makeable in the dome, okay, with, with again, the elements. Uh, he is four of his last nine after starting 19 of 20 in this season. That's not good for Will Lutz. Some of it has been because of the hole with Morstead. We saw an extra point that he missed uh, last week. Again, the laces were in. That's happened a couple times this season. Uh, but for the but he's got to be a look. You got to be able to kick an extra point, and you got to be able to overcome when again you got a hold like that where you get where you don't don't get the uh, the ball exactly where you want. You got to be able to compensate and get it through the uprights. Uh, but four for nine, four of his last nine. Okay, uh, after starting nineteen to twenty, that is a red flag, and again it, it is a dangerous uh, slump right now as you're going into the into the uh, divisional playoffs and then hopefully a championship round and then to the Super Bowl where you need a look. Every point is precious. And you got to be able to feel that when you cross the 50-yard line uh, that, that you have an opportunity with, uh, with Lutz to be able to kick, uh, kick a field goal here. I'm not saying he's knocking down 63-yard field goals, but I'm saying, again, 45, 47, 48 on in, that should be, uh, again, nails. That should be an automatic uh, for an NFL kicker, especially a guy like Will Lutz. So it is a concern. It is a big concern. It's a concern with Morstead right now, not punting the way he has been punted in the past. You know, again, looking like, again, that, again, age is kind of taking its toll on Morstead. This could be his last year, especially considering his contract status going forward. So, uh, you know, that's after talking about the special teams being the best special teams in the NFL, look, the coverage units have still done a great job. Uh, when you talk about uh, – uh, Patterson yesterday, um, they, they were all over him in, ter- in terms in terms of the kickoffs and and and, and the punts, uh, and he's one again. He's a Pro Bowl uh, returner, uh, but when you look at it, uh, what he had two two returns yesterday for 68 yards, uh, and uh, but for the most part, when you when you talk about the um, situation with uh, uh, the kickers, that to me is an issue right now. That's an issue with the Saints that they're going to have to deal with. You know, overall though. Look, I thought it was a great win for the Saints, okay? Uh, it was a team that, that desperately needed a playoff win in what might be Breeze's final playoff run. And that's another thing that, again, is just really tough. As I'm watching this guy play and I'm saying to myself, Drew, you got so much left in the tank, dude. I mean, why are you walking away now? Hopefully he will change his mind when, when, when they get when they get to the, uh, uh, the offseason. Um also, I thought it was great Nickelodeon carrying the game as well. I didn't get a chance to see it. I saw some of the highlights. Uh, I love the fact that, that again, Coach Payton got slimed. Uh, but, uh, again, it was a great win for the team. But uh, one of those 24-hour wins, right? You got you can celebrate for 24 hours because now the attention turns to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, the Saints beat the Bucs 34-23 at home in week one, 38-3 uh, at Tampa Bay in week nine. 
But I'm telling you right now, this is a much better Tampa Bay team than they were in week one or in week nine. The addition of, uh, of Antonio Brown has worked out for this team so far. But I, I do think the Saints match up well with the Bucs. They have for years now, even though the Bucs have a tremendous amount of talent. I think it comes down to up front. The Saints are able to protect Breeze and control the line of scrimmage on offense, put pressure on Brady. I talked about it last week. I've talked about it since Brady came into the into the uh, division. He does not. He's like Breeze. He does not like uh, defenders around his feet. He likes to be able to step up. He wants his legs clean. You put pressure on him. He's not the same player. Now you saw a couple times this past weekend getting out of the pocket and throwing the ball. That that is an outlier. He doesn't like to do that at all. He likes to step up in that pocket. Uh, but if you put pressure on Brady. Control the line of scrimmage on defense. I think they'll beat the Bucs for the third time because I think man for man, they're the better team. Look, make no mistake again, look, the, the Bucs are talented, and they can beat the Saints, okay? Especially the Saints don't come out with passion and a sense of urgency. The slow start or the bogging down in the midst of the game could spell trouble for the Saints, but, but, but that would mean that, would, that they're beating themselves. That would be the only way I can see this. Plus, there's no secrets, as we know, between the division opponents. Uh, but I'm betting on Allen and Peyton to be able to tweak the game plan and the Saints to re- be ready to play on Sunday in the divisional round of the playoffs. All right, quick break. We come back. Uh, 260-1061 is the phone number. Uh, today's program brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yeah, I got the heater cranked up in the house right now. Uh, 42 degrees outside, chilly, damp. You can feel it all over. And I'll tell you right now, uh, it is very, very cozy in my house with, the, again, the brand-new Amana heat pump that, that uh, Burkhardt installed a few months ago. I'm saving money on my electricity, and I'm telling you right now, it, it, it's not that, that, that heat that you get from a furnace with this heat pump. It's just a different type of heat. Uh, and But I'm telling you right now, we are cozy and warm. You're looking for a, a company you can trust, whether you're looking for a new air conditioning heating system, or, again, you need a company you can trust to service your system. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com acpromise.com Project Shine makes it easy for good people to connect with great causes bringing fresh light to a dark and troubled world When you help someone else you help yourself and that makes the world a better place Visit Volunteer Match and brighten someone's day today Thanks for being a part of Project Shine. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Pizza Hut. There's only one original stuffed crust, and it's only from Pizza Hut. The only place that gives you up to three toppings on your original stuffed crust for just $11.99. Order yours online at PizzaHut.com. Ask or click for limited time offer. Extra charge for more toppings and extra cheese. Exclusions apply. Look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from Louisa to Downman. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 
888-447-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 filet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Are you really ready for hurricane season? Hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us. So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 260-1061. 260-1061 is the phone number. Let's head to the phone lines. Terry is in Tyson Slidell. Tiger Terry's in the house. Terry, how you doing? Eric, I'm going to tell you one thing. Let's talk LSU basketball. I'm being sarcastic, okay? Last year, if you're an LSU fan, you saw something that will never happen again. That's the 2019 LSU football team. This coming Sunday you will see something that will never, ever happen again. Two 40-year-olds playing in a, in, in the, in a, champion, in a game, mm-hmm. both are all pros, both are going to be Hall of Famers, Saints got Drew Brees, the Bucks have got Tom Brady. What else can you want in a playoff game? I mean, I know the Saints beat the Bucks twice, right. but there's a difference. That was regular season Brady. This is postseason Brady. He takes it up a notch. It's going to be an unbelievable game. So if you're a Saint fan, I know you are. I'm mm-hmm. a Brady fan. You know yep. I am. This will be a game to remember the rest of our – I mean, I'm 67. The rest mm-hmm. of my short life. But it's going to be unbelievable because you got the two best quarterbacks ever to play the game. I mean, I got I got Brady number one, Breeze number one A, mm-hmm. but it is going to be something if you will never, ever in your life see again the two best quarterbacks that ever played the game, and you got Brady and you got Breeze. Yep. You know, I, and I'm with you, Terry. And I'm, my hope is that this is not the last time we see it. I'm hoping that I mean will, we know Brady's coming back. I'm just hoping that Breeze will reconsider and will come back for another year, at least another year. It will be the last time you ever see in the play. You may see the regular season if Mm -hmm. Breeze comes back, but you'll never see it in a playoff game again. And if Brady wins and the Packers win, they'll be playing in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. 
which is not going to be a problem for Brady because he played in New England for 20 right. years. If Breeze has to go to uh, Green Bay and the temperatures two or three above zero and snowing, it will definitely be advantage for the Packers, but it won't be for Brady. And like I said, you know I love Brady. You know, and I'm, I'm going to take nothing away from Breeze. He's the second mm-hmm. best quarterback in the league. In the history of football, he's the second-best quarterback. Brady's number one. And I know the same fans are not going to agree with me with that, but that's just the way it is. Sure. And, well, and, and, and look, let me say this. I, I do think the Saints are built to be able to win on the road in, in, in inclement weather now because they have the ability to run the football, where in the past they had to rely simply on Breeze to be able to carry them. Now they have the ability to run the football. And, and if, again, I, I think uh, Saints fans can take solace in that if they ultimately have to go to Green Bay and have to play in Lambeau and it is snowing or it is, again, a very, very cold day, uh, they have the ability and the physicality to run the football. Well, Eric, I tell you what, everybody should watch this game. I'm pulling for one team. You're pulling for another team. Well, I'm pulling for one quarterback against another right. quarterback. But for y'all, it is the something that just remember, if you're an LSU fan 2019, you'll never see it again, and you'll never, ever see a 43-year-old quarterback going against a 42-year-old quarterback in the playoffs, two Hall of Famers, going hit to hit and yep. it's gonna be fun no it's yeah, gonna be real fun and always appreciate always appreciate the call my friend thanks so much let's head to greg in metairie greg welcome to the show hey greg eric greg lofink great to get to talk to you hey greg how are you buddy thank you eric why is drew Brees still in the game with a couple minutes left in the 21-3 lead and why risk him jumping over the line at the goal line like that yeah, I, I don't get that either. And, and, again, I thought maybe it had to do a little bit with the fact that Taysom got injured early. But, again, Taysom stayed in the game. Uh, he, was, he was playing. Uh, I know that Breeze, that, that it was said after the game that Breeze actually went to uh, Peyton and said, look, uh, just let me jump it over. Uh, you know, I was hoping to see maybe Kamara there. But, no, you're right. I would not have risked him there at, at that point. Because, look, he got hit, man. He got hit, he got, he got hit on, the, on that sneak. Uh, that's why they've been utilizing Taysom, uh, Taysom Hill on. On, on the sneaks lately because of Breeze's ribs. I would not have chanced it. I agree with you. Great. Thanks. Good talking to you, Eric. All right. Thank you, Greg. Always good Always good to hear from you. No, I'm with you. I think you got to treat him with kid gloves right now. And, look, I understand normally, again, you know, the, 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 uh, the uh, Breeze leap works. Uh, and even Breeze said he thought he pulled the ball back maybe a little bit. He thought he scored. Uh, but, again, on one pylon cam, it looked like he did. The other two angles looked like he didn't uh, based on what you saw. Uh, I just wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even chanced it there. Again, there's too much, so much at stake for this team going forward. You know, why chance that? Hey, quick note uh, for uh, for those that are just tuning in. We mentioned it in the first hour, uh, but the Pelicans and the Mavericks have been postponed uh, due to COVID-19. Uh, the Mavs don't have the mandatory eight players to dress out for the game, so now the Pelicans' seven-game road trip in 12 days is now going to be six games. They will they will take on the Clippers and the Lakers. They will take on Sacramento twice and Utah twice on this six-game road trip. No, no word on when they're going to re um, when they're going to replay the Dallas um, Pelicans game. Uh, but right now, again, due to COVID-19, that game has been postponed. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by. Um, uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. I want to remind everybody about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. 
If you're in the market for a new set of tires or you're just looking for a company you can trust when it comes to repairing your vehicle, think about Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians, the highest certification you get in the industry. And then the same exact diagnostic equipment, the latest diagnostic equipment you can get in the industry at Southern Tire. Same as you get at the dealership. And I will say this, I would bet that Southern Tire has equipment that the dealerships can't even touch, they don't even have. Again, it's one of the things that, again, uh, Tony Piazza did when, uh, again, as he started to, to, to uh, rebuild his, um, his business after Katrina, went and made sure, again, everything was brand spanking new, uh, well, diagnostic equipment that you don't have at the dealership that they have over at Southern Tire. Whether you're looking for wheels or tires, they have a large selection there, up to 30 inches. Financing available uh, for wheels and tires. And if your rims are damaged, man, I tell you what, whether you're re- leasing a car and you got to bring those rim, bring that car back and they're going to charge you for the rims, or again, you put a lot of money into some rims and you need those rims repaired, don't throw them in the junkyard. Bring them over to Southern Tire. Let them repair for you. Make them good as new so you don't get charged for by, by the dealership on, on, a, um, on a lease. Or, again, you can utilize those rims once again. Truly a company you can trust with all your auto, automotive needs. Uh, Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Mentory. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or you can uh, go to southerntire.com, which is a one-stop shop for all your automotive needs, even a diagnostic page. So, again, if you're worried about something that's going on with your vehicle, you don't know what it is, put it in the diagnostic page, see what it spits out for you, and then take it over to Southern Tire and let them repair it for you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 504- 737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO air filtration system. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. 
We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine lump crab meat gently fried and topped with a crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. Enjoy our Who Dat Crab Cakes only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine shrimp, crawfish tails, bell peppers, and onions in a creamy Alfredo sauce. It's Bobby and Deke's Mardi Gras pasta, only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Are you one of the millions of Americans who experience occasional bloating, gas, or abdominal discomfort? Join the Align Healthy Gut team up and see how healthy your gut can feel. Align contains a quality probiotic strain developed by gastroenterologists. It adds more good bacteria to your gut to naturally help soothe your occasional digestive upsets with continued daily usage. This is the time to join the Align Healthy Gut team up from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Sign up at alignprobiotics.com. Bodega, 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 alpha and omega. Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. Sawing about a serving platter. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Uh, did, uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled by Mushu Pork Pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator for your home or business, Burkhardt will do single-day installs for you. That's right. They'll come out, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then uh, they'll come out and do that single-day install. Financing available for generators, so you don't have to put that money up all up front. They do a new install quality check after one month. And if you have a generator at your home or your business and you've utilized that generator over 100 hours during the storm season, you have have to get it uh, or serviced by a professional. Burkhart can do that for you. Also, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Your generator breaks down, they'll be there. All the parts you need already in, already set up at their warehouse. So, again, no word about going to the supply house. They got you covered when you have a generator. Generator sales and service, looking for a company you can trust? It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us on the program. Larry, how are you? Eric, I'm good. How are you this evening? Doing great, Larry. Doing great. Good to see the Saints come out with a win yesterday. Now, again, it sets up, again, the big matchup between Tampa Bay uh, and, and the Saints. Again, uh, Brady versus Breeze, part three. But let's talk a bit about what happened with the uh, the Bears and the Saints yesterday. Give us uh, your breakdown of what you saw. Well, nervousness, I'd say, in the first half uh, because the Saints Seemed like they had some opportunities, couldn't take advantage. Also, when you look at uh, Wims dropping the ball in the end zone, uh, that could easily have changed maybe the complexion and or uh, some confidence level in Chicago. But I think the Saints went in with a certain game plan. And I think you saw it right away. When the Saints had the Bears and they were in their territory early in the game, 
instead of going for it or kicking a long field goal, they said, you know what, we'll try to pin them back and we'll dare them to try to move the football down the field. That almost ended up in a pick uh, of Janoris Jenkins, forced a punt, and they scored on the next drive. So I think that they, they knew that they liked their matchup against Saints defense versus their offense. Now, you couldn't have anything fluky happen, and some flukiness almost happened, but I think uh, the fact that the defense played well, the Saints kind of uh, rode their back and allowed the offense to kind of get back into the rhythm, which they did in the second half. I was very encouraging what you saw in the second half. And so, you know, I just think it's an overall good win. I know we like to pick apart wins because Saints do it so often, and you worry about the one time when they don't win and it bites you. But still, I do think it is a good, solid win that has you in good shape going into Tampa Bay. All right, uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit deeper into the game on Sunday in a moment. Saints signed Blair Walsh today uh, after the struggles of um, of uh, Will Lutz. Uh, again, after what uh, uh, after being a guy that has been nails for this team for for, for years, uh, he seems to be going through a little bit of a, of a slump here. Was 19 for 20 to start the season. He's four of his last nine. He also missed an extra point. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about the situation, with Will Lutz? Obviously, something's up. And I think we started seeing it when he had that weird little hitch uh, on a 40-yarder, I think it was against San Francisco, and we, people thought he might have even just gotten hurt. And maybe that's done something to his, uh, his, his confidence or his technique or something. And so, uh, look, this is a difficult situation just because how often has Will Luck made clutch kicks? Plenty. And you're wondering – what do you do with this guy? Because you don't want to totally alienate him. I mean, it's not like he's had a, a history of all of a sudden falling off the map and never coming back. And so, uh, you know, look, even with Will Luff's struggles, this is me personally. I don't know how Sean Bates sees it, but I'd still go with Will Luff over Blair, Blair Walsh. I mean, there's a reason why Blair Walsh is on the street and he's been sure. with many, many teams for several years and, and never been in one place that's too long, but I understand where he's coming from just because they, they're they kicking and practicing. What was, you know, he can't get his head together. What do you do? I mean, if you can't trust someone to say kick, I'm not, you know, like you said, he was the extra point, but he was able to at least convert on some of those in the game on mm-hmm. Sunday. But still, if you can't rely on him, it changes the way you think in the playoffs. For sure, uh, you know, regular season is one thing; playoffs is another. And so, right? Uh, look, uh, you know, I don't blame them for asking someone just as insurance, and uh, who knows what happens. Look, we've we've seen even going back in 2013, they had to lean on Shane Graham to, to come in and, and kick late, and he kicked the game winner in the playoffs. But still, it, it, it's uh, uh, it, it puts more pressure on you as a play caller and a decision maker when you're not super trusting in, in your kicking situation. Saints almost had their full complements of, of players yesterday, but, again, they still struggled a little bit on offense. I will say this. I do like what they did in the second half, those two long drives, the 12-play, uh, the, um, 85-yard drive and the 15-play, 64-yard drive. Those were vintage drives for this team. Deontay Harris got a lot of play because of the way the, um, the Bears were playing the Saints on offense. Uh, again, and he took advantage of it with, again, seven catches. Uh, for for what eighty uh, for seven catches for like eighty three yards. Uh, talk about overall 
I'll talk about your thoughts on the offense. I think as these guys get back, they'll get more acclimated. Uh, but, again, a little bit of struggles early, especially, again, kind of sputtering, not, 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 not on hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, even Sean Payton said that after the game how he felt like he even needed to still get into a little bit of rhythm just because, you know, you're used to calling certain plays different ways without, with or without certain personnel. And so you get back in it. Uh, there was a concerted effort, though, to involve Michael Thomas and to involve Deontay Harris. I mean, there's no question about that. And when you look at their production, I mean, uh, that, that big catch, uh, I think it was a 30-something yarder by Michael Thomas, uh, that really, to me, was almost like the turning point play in the game because, A, it would have just switched field position, but, boy, it really got it going and spurred uh, uh, one of those scoring drives. And so uh, you, you add all that up, and, you know, people have asked me today, I had a chat on at the Athletic today, asking about the slow start, is it a concern that happens in the playoffs? And I said, well, first of all, you're playing better opponents in the playoffs, so you at least have to understand that. Uh, but – Still, uh, I think that the Saints offense, what you saw in the second half, really just grinded out drives. I mean, if the Saints mm-hmm. could do that four times a game, they take half the game away and score 28 points. I mean, I think they would absolutely love to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm more looking at that as opposed to the other side of the coin because I also feel like the Saints, they were able to calm the offensive line down against and people are zeroing in on Cesar Ruiz. Yes. Uh, and his matchup against Hakeem Hicks, he had a tough time against him in week eight, and I figured he had a tough matchup to, uh, on Sunday. He was able to calm himself down. Look, Breach was never sacked. And the Saints rushed for 123 yards. And so, look, you add all that up, and I, I think the Saints should feel good about themselves going against the team that they know they control against. They they know what they have over there. So, you know, I think that's a good win against the Bears team that was a tough matchup in the first game, and they were able to make it less tough of a matchup the second time. Yep, no doubt about it. Larry, hang in there. I'm going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about Tampa Bay. Also going to get into LSU as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie, Causeway and I-10, are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today 
at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 37. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Are you one of the millions of Americans who experience occasional bloating, gas, or abdominal discomfort? Join the Align Healthy Gut Team Up and see how healthy your gut can feel. Align contains a quality probiotic strain developed by gastroenterologists. It adds more good bacteria to your gut to naturally help soothe your occasional digestive upsets with continued daily usage. This is the time to join the Align Healthy Gut team up from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Sign up at alignprobiotics.com. Bodega, 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 alpha and omega. Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. Sawing about a serving platter. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, you could say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Lay, 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 detector test. In bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled my mushu pork pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap. And now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome back. Larry Holder is our guest from The Athletic. Larry, uh... Saints obviously with a big win against uh, the Bears. Again, a very, very good defensive stand on, on Sunday, especially on third downs. Uh, one for ten, I believe, is what the Bears were on third down. I thought they played well, uh, you know, on all three levels. Uh, give me your thoughts on, on, on the defense, and then I want to go into talk a little bit about Tampa. I mean, uh, when it takes the Bears 58 minutes to convert their first third down conversion, I think you're doing something right. And so you also got to, yeah, remember that uh, – uh, you know, they, they missed out on fourth down, too. And so, yep. uh, look, I, I just think overall, uh, I mean, you saw uh, a, a defensive front that was able to shut down the run. I mean, I think that was a huge thing. Uh, and then also, you know, look, you saw a quarterback and, and a coaching staff that was not ready to test the Saints through the air. I mean, they just were not willing to do it just because they didn't trust what they had and they didn't trust the, the secondary uh, of the Saints back there. And so, look, I, you know, I hey, uh, I think the Saints are going to be facing some tougher offenses coming up down the line. But, yeah. you know, we've seen in the past where they've, they've had some fluky things happen and so good performance certainly overall. I think that's, a, that's a, such a huge thing uh, going into this Tampa game. 
All right, Saints 2-0 in the regular season against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Obviously, that uh, they're a much better team, I think, than they were in either week one or week nine. Uh, talk about this week, uh, this weekend against Tampa, keys to a Saints victory. What do you think has to happen here? Look, I think that the Saints have to continue to get pressure on Tom Brady like they've done in, in the first couple of matchups. I'm curious to see what, what Trey Hendrickson, if he's able to play. He was a big part of that. Uh, and so if not, you have to call on some other guys to be able to uh, get to the quarterback. And, uh, you know, I just think that Drew Brees, uh, I feel like last time he played them, threw for four touchdowns and, and was uh, uh, was pretty darn good. And I feel like we, we've seen him improve here and there. And, uh, you know, it, it, the comfort level, even though, hey, he might have short-armed the, the, the Brees leap, uh, I still right. feel like he's he's a little comfortable there uh, and, and getting back to playing well. And so uh, you know, it's you look at matchup to matchup. I still think it overall favors the Saints, but look, this Tampa team—they're uh, certainly talented all over the field. Uh, they're going to be getting Devin White back. He didn't play last week. He had COVID, right. missed, missed that game, and so uh, you know, their pieces. I think they're if the Saints can attack them through the air like they did last time, uh, they'll certainly have a good chance of winning. You know, it's something, as we've talked about in the past, right, Larry? I mean, there's no secrets between these two teams. When you play a team as much as you do in the division, the players know each other. They're playing again, across from each other. The the schemes, you got the scheme down. You can almost, again, if you're a smart player and you're in the film room, uh, you know what's coming in a lot of cases. Now, you know, you could talk about the changes that they had in terms in terms of Tampa with the new coach coming in, blah, you know, uh, last year and everything else, but – you know, again, I think you look at uh, and the, the changes to their offense this year with with, uh, with uh, Tom Brady. But by now, any changes they've made uh, at this point, the coaches know who each, who each of these teams are. Yeah, I think the one small difference here is that uh, look, if Tampa decides to run the football because they abandoned it, uh, if you remember, it was only had four yes. carries. It was true, a, and so uh, you know, and, and Leonard Fournette actually ran it pretty well against Washington. And then Antonio Brown, that was his first game with Tampa. That's so right. He's, he's elevated uh, uh, his production, and, uh, you know, he, uh, he's someone you got to keep an eye on. But I do think just Saints secondary-wise, they can match up against those pieces. And I feel like the Saints pass catchers, they can take advantage of a porous pass secondary for, for Tampa Bay. I mean, their front – their front, say, six are very good. Uh, you know, they, they can get to the quarterback. Devontae David and Devin White are second-team yes. all-pros for a reason. But still, it is, uh, it's something that I feel like the Saints just match up well, just kind of like in 2017 that season. Mm-hmm. I felt like they matched up well against Carolina. Right. Beat them three times. I feel like they match up well against Tampa and can beat them a third time. And, and again, I think up front, when you when you compare the Saints' defense to the Tampa Bay offensive line, the Saints' defensive line, I think it's a win on the Saints' side. I mean, I think they can create pressure with four down linemen. If they want to be creative, they can do that as well. It's going to hurt them a little bit with the loss of Quan Alexander. Anzalone played well last week, but there are different ways that, again, they can mask that deficiency if necessary. Yeah, and look, I feel like uh, one thing we got to look at, too, uh, Alex Kaplan with a starting guard got hurt. And uh, that is something that uh, the Saints could take advantage of. Uh, I feel like uh, Donovan Smith is someone who I've talked about a bunch. Uh, he is definitely not one of the best pass blockers in the league. Right. And so you could certainly take advantage of that. Trey Hendrickson has done a lot. Uh, say if Cam Jordan wants to flip sides or you have Davenport or Granderson, they have to take advantage of that matchup too. 
uh, and, and slow that down. So I'm a, like I said, like I could talk my way into saying the Saints are either or even or have an advantage in every matchup we're talking about, but that Tom Brady factor still probably makes people a little bit nervous right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. Larry, thanks for the time as always. Let the folks know a little bit about The Athletic, how they can subscribe, and how they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Larry Holder on Twitter, at The Athletic Null on Twitter, and theathletic.com slash New Orleans. You can go there, or uh, theathletic.com slash Duncan Holder. You can get part of our podcast as well. And, uh, look, I've got to – I just put on Twitter a cheat sheet on steroids coming out tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. And we've got some great coverage coming up leading up to Sunday's game with myself, Jeff Duncan, Catherine Terrell, and our our coverage team in Tampa and beyond, our national team. So we have all the covered, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. We'll check in with you next week. All righty. Good talking to you. That's Larry Holder of The Athletic. All right, I uh, want to thank uh, also, um, uh, want to thank, uh, first of all, our sponsors for the great uh, uh, sponsorships that we have. We appreciate those sponsors so much. Uh, again, you can continue to support those great sponsors. You can find those guys at ericasher.com. as a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. want to thank Rudy back at studio for producing. And our guest today, again, Larry Holder and also Chris Gordy of Locked On SEC Podcast. Don't forget Les East of CrestedySports.com joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. You can check us out on Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE, 6 p.m. on LAE. That's on Thursday, and also 10 p.m. on WLAE TV, too, all on Thursday. On Friday, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning, 2 a.m. on LAE, too. And then on Pelican Sports Television at 5 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, always on ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, and always on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Again, Les East of CrestedySports.com is our guest. Coming up next, it's All Access with Ken Trahan. Kyle Mosley of Saints News Network is joining him along with Christian Clark of the New Orleans Advocate. Of course, Kyle, Kyle Mosley will talk a lot about the Saints. Christian Clark will talk about the Pelicans. Of course, the Pelicans and uh, Mavs are um, postponed as of tonight because of COVID-19 concerns. The Mavs could not dress out uh, eight for the games. So again, that game is going to be postponed. That means that it's going to be a six-game road trip instead of a seven-game road trip. I mentioned it before, Clippers, Lakers, uh, Sacramento twice, and uh, Utah twice on this road trip. And this is coming off again, uh, just a horrible homestand, losing to Indiana, Oklahoma City, and Charlotte. Three teams that they are as good as or better than, and they drop the ball on that. Hopefully, again, that will turn around. And, of course, uh, still no word on what's going to happen with the LSU defensive coordinator position. Uh, We all know that as of Friday, Marcus Freeman took that Notre Dame job and shunned the LSU job. Look, I told you, I thought it was going to be difficult to bring in a a, uh, veteran uh, coach that was in in demand because of the uh, situation at LSU with Ed Ogeron being on the hot seat. But we'll see how that kind of plays out. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Kenny Tran's up next. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.